Regarding the halachot of uh, tying and those details, I wanted to mention a few very interesting halachot. One of them, the Shulchan Aruch brings in Siman Shin Yudzai, not directly related to uh, tying, but indirectly related, which is if somebody has, Shulchan Aruch writes in Seif Bet, that if somebody has uh, laces of shoes that came out, you're allowed to put them back uh, because the... Uh, because it was there before, as long as you don't tie it at the end, that it doesn't come out again. That's what the Shulchan Aruch writes. Now, the Elia Rabbah, one of the great Aharonim, writes that that's only going to be when it's an, something that was there before and you, you put it in. But if you would put in a new lace, a new string, or if you have a shoe that doesn't have any shoelaces and you put in a new shoelace, that would be forbidden, de oraita, because it's considered that you are fixing a kli, your mitaken mana, Well, the last melacha in the mishkan was that they did the final touches. From here we learn, anytime you do a final touch on something, makebe patish is forbidden. And therefore, the Elia Rabbah says it's forbidden, and the Ishtabura brings him down, which would seem that even on an old shoe that would happen. Rabbi Yosef Misas, whose Irula was just, uh, just passed, has a chidush in the Sefer Maim Chaim. He says the Mishtabra was only talking about if it was a shoe that 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 um, that that once you put it in, it was it was something that was um, that 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 you couldn't wear the shoe otherwise. In other words, they had shoes in those days that the flaps were so wide. If you didn't have any shoelace, like you, it, it's like it wasn't a shoe. But nowadays, a lot of shoes, even if they don't have a shoelace, it's not so comfortable to wear, but you'd be able to wear them. Says that Yosef Misas, that that, we're not, that wouldn't be an Isur de Oraita, and you'd be able to put the shoelace inside. Ravavadi Yosef and Chazanavadi Cheleke Amud Ain Chet agrees with Rabbi Shei Yosef Misas. He brings him down, he says, he agrees that Yesh Almadi Smoch. There's also Shiratu Chuvot Yitzchak Yiranen who, who, who writes the same thing, that it would be allowed. So that's one chidush. But based on this, you have to know that that, that putting something uh, putting something new, uh, a new shoelace in something that you can't wear the shoe otherwise would be forbidden. Now, what would happen if it's a little bit rounded off? In other words, the shoelace is a little bit rounded off that it has those uh, those plastic rounds. In other words, it's not like you're just putting it into the leather. In other words, it's, it's you've got the space that's built in. So then that, that you could be more lenient because once again, you're also not really creating it. It's It's something that's looser in there. Sockets are part of the shoe. That's what the Sefer Ktsota Shulchan uh, over here on the Siman says. Another, another, uh, another Im- important thing in regarding to these halachot is we mentioned that, that, that tying is forbidden. But what about zip ties? What about zip ties on Shabbat? You want to use a zip tie on Shabbat. So you'd think, what do you mean? It's forbidden because for sure it holds things together. But the truth is, there is no, there is no real um, um, form or shape that zip ties would be forbidden. So Rav Nisim Kaleritz in Chut Shani Chelik Bet Amud Reshla Medalef writes that he thinks that it's not a problem and it's brought down in, in the name of Rav Ovadia Yosef brings in the name of Rav Yashiv the same thing in Chazon Ovadia page Ayin He and, and, uh, and other poskim as well write that, that, it's, that, that, that it would be permitted to use zip ties on Shabbat. Let's say you have to put somebody in jail and you'll use zip ties. So you could use that. <laughs> Another... Another another important thing regarding uh, regarding kosher, and this will finish off the laws of kosher, is that if you if we if you make a knot and on top of the knot you make a bow, it's aniva al gabi kesher. So the Shulchan Aruch writes 
making an aniva, it's allowed. And not only it would be allowed, but the, but the Ramah writes that that is the custom. Now, the Shulchan Aruch writes, doesn't write how long. It says aniva is allowed because it's not a kesher. And the Ramah writes, even if you made a kesher on the bottom, you would be allowed. So the poskim say that's only if it's going to stay for a day or two. But not if it's going to be for a long time. Maran Achida writes in Birke Yosef, Siman Shinun Zayin, that even if you're going to keep it for a long time, the minhag is to permit it. So this would be like, let's say you have a Sefer Torah, the old Sefer Torah, how they used to wrap them. I remember in my days is that they would be with a, with a type of like a cloth that would be wrapped around. And if you would tie it, one tie and a bow on top, even if it's made to last from one Shabbat to the next, or it's a Sefer Torah that you only put out once every six months, according to the Maran Achida, it would be allowed. According to others, it would be forbidden. But even then, you could say that it's in Tzorech Mitzvah, so everybody would agree in that case that it's allowed. There are those who are machmir, but those who want to rely that, uh, that Aniva Al-Gabi Kesher is allowed, because it's not called a, a Kesher at all, you would be allowed to, to tie the Sefer Torah in that way. Chazaku Baruch.